0: Hello, and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. And today on the show, we have the one and only Sheena Shay. I can't wait for you guys to hear my chat with her. If you want to see my chat with her, you can go to the Everything Iconic YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. Again, it's youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino one. I'll put that link in the episode description. If you guys like the interviews over there, I'll try to do more. I just posted one with Raquel from Vanderpump bell even more in love with. So subscribe over there. And I got to say, when I interviewed Sheena over Zoom, her boyfriend Brock, who is gorgeous, gorgeous, stunning man. At one point, he wasn't wearing a blouse and he was in the background of the video. So if that's not reason enough to subscribe to the YouTube channel, then I don't know what is. (laughs) I don't know what more I can give. Uh, But uh, please check that out. And I got to say, within the past 24 hours, there's been some crazy Vanderpump Rules developments that I encourage you all to look up Page Six wrote about it, as well as a a ton of other blogs and websites wrote about uh, what's been going on at Sheena and Vanderpump Rules, and I encourage you all to check that out. And hopefully on the show next week on Everything Iconic, we get Sheena to zoom back in or call back in and give a a bit more detailed response about everything that was going on uh, yesterday in the news. But until then, I think you guys will find this chat very interesting. I hope you enjoy it. If you want any of the t-shirts, Go to everythingiconic.store. We have all sorts of new merch. We have bed wine, wine glasses over there that are new and all sorts of great stuff. So, uh, without further ado, I want to play my chat with Sheena Shea. One more thing that I want to say before I leave you guys, and I know a lot of you are expecting a traditional Vanderpump Rules episode recap. Unfortunately, I'm still a bit under the weather without getting into too many personal details. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm still not feeling quite myself. So, I apologize if you're looking for one of those. It is easier for me to do these interviews uh because the solo recaps they can be very uh they're very draining. So I thank you all for your patience and understanding. Hopefully next week I'll be back to the uh recaps, the solo recaps. But until then, I got some great interviews lined up for you guys. So enjoy my chat with the one and only Sheena Shea. I've been calling for justice for Sheena the entire season. It seems according to the news that there's been some justice served. At least we finally know. Uh, We finally have some answers. Hashtag justice for Sheena. Please enjoy my chat with her. Sheena, hello. Welcome to Everything Iconic. Hi. How how are you doing? Uh, You're cooped up in Palm Springs, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there are worse places I could be. I had my three best friends surprise me out here for my birthday this weekend. I was like, you know what? If we get shit for it. Whatever. They've been in quarantine together for two months. We've been here. It was the best surprise. And uh, I mean, this place is amazing. Like we're quarantined in a pretty good spot right now. Can't complain.
0: Right. And happy belated birthday. Uh, that's Thank exciting. you. Uh, I just saw Brock. He's he's quarantined with you right now. Right.
1: Yeah. He'll shirtless be walking back and <laughs> forth. I think that's giving, that's giving huge. the people
0: what they want. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah, lucky he has pants on, he said. <laughs> if, he,
0: <laughs> if he wants I to take them t- off, t- no t- one will t- complain. <laughs> um, Sheena, how have you guys been getting along throughout the quarantine process?
1: Um, I would say good for the most part. We've definitely had our moments where it's like, if you walk out that fucking door, don't come back, and then no one walked out the door. But, um, (laughs) it's just like, it was mostly in the beginning. I mean, I, you know, as much as I look boy crazy and desperate on the show, I'm not, I would never move in with a boyfriend in six months and what? Oh, I thought you wanted it on you. Oh, baby, you can't even, you can't see you.
0: No, it's okay. You're in the fridge, but that's it. Um, you you mentioned looking boy crazy on the show. Uh, you've sort of embraced it. You're selling boy crazy stuff now, right?
1: Yeah. So we're waiting on everything is just delayed shipping to us because we're going to be doing all the shipping from here. So I'm just waiting for the product and then that's going to come out. But um, going back to what I was saying, like I would never just move in with someone. I've only been dating six months, but it's like we're in a pandemic. So do we want to not see each other do we want to both be in an apartment? Like, let's just do it together. And it's been great for the most part. And it's like, I mean, I feel like when you're quarantined with someone, your relationship, like, it takes, like, 10 steps forward. And it feels like we've been together for two years. And now it's only been, like, eight months. Yeah. But um, all of the fights and, like, arguments we've had have been so productive because we've gotten to a better place and a better understanding of what each other needs. So um, I I wouldn't change anything.
0: Now, I know you guys don't know a whole lot about next season or when that might be, but have you guys talked more about like whether or not Brock will film uh, for next season?
1: So I feel like if he does, it's going to be more of like a Randall thing where he shows up for the bigger, more important events. And not because I don't want him to be on the show, but like... He's running a business seven days a week down in San Diego. And coming out of this pandemic, he's going to have a lot of work to do to get all of his members back, get reopened. They had some inspectors down there for some things that they needed to fix with the floor and the ceiling. So he's going to have a lot of work. And I feel like the second we're able to film, they're going to be like, let's do it now. And he's not going to be able to just do it now with me. He's going to have a lot of rebuilding to do. So, I mean, he's absolutely open to it. I'm open to it. I think it's just going to be what works for his schedule with his business because this is my job. It's not his.
0: I'm seeing, I'm distracted by your Caesar's palace robe right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: Ariana and I got these.
0: I love it. I wondered, what did you think of the, what did uh, they call her on the show? The mini Sheena or or the other woman in Vegas? What did you think of her?
1: Kara. Oh my God. I love her. So, we met a uh, little over a year ago on FaceTime Pandora and Lisa were there and they're like, Oh my God, Sheena, this girl, like, she looks like you. She sounds like you. She's a singer. She's a cocktail waitress for us. Not and I was singer. like, no way. And they're like, <sighs> so they, um, she has a really good voice, dude. Like she can sing. Oh I not a singer. She How can dare sing. you,
0: Sheena. You can sing too.
1: <laughs> so she, um, She FaceTimed me with Lisa and Pandora and I was like, holy shit. It was like, reminding me of like season one, Sheena. (laughs) And I was just like, well, you look like me when I was 27. That's crazy. And so we like became like social media friends, but this was like after Max, like Max and I were done like six months before. So like she didn't follow me and I didn't really post that much with him. She had no idea. When she found out, like, she has like, not stopped, like, apologizing to me. She's like, I didn't know, I didn't know. I'm like, girl, it's fine. Like, even if you did know, I would have been like, go for it. Like, I don't care.
0: I sort of felt like they were setting her up to do almost like a Vegas spinoff show. I don't know. That's uh, what I believe to be true.
1: I think they were setting Max up because they know she's exactly his type. (laughs)
0: So, so go, let's go back. Let's talk about Max. Like the whole season, there's been this sort of weird love triangle that I believe to be fake as well. Like it didn't feel real at all to me. Like none of the, even the, even taking you out of the equation, I felt like I didn't recognize any chemistry between Dana, Max or Brett.
1: Okay. See, I didn't either, but I can't say that because I look like the jealous, crazy ex, but I'm like, Max, like low key, like your scenes with Dana. It's like, they're awkward. Like I don't see that like spark that I see with him when we hang out with him and his ex-girlfriend in San Diego, they're still best friends, but they have that chemistry. They have that spark. So I mean, I've seen him have it. With someone else, I mean, there oh, was me, but then I've seen him have it with someone else. <laughs> that when I was watching this, I'm like, it just looks awkward, so yeah. I'm glad that me as an insider is not the only one who feels that way
0: so when you would be when you would see them all together, did you feel like they were it was an actual thing, or did you or was it something set up or, or you know what was the deal there?
1: So here's what I thought in the beginning and I don't want Dana to get upset with me for saying this because we've come full circle, but this is also something I've said to her and to defend my actions in the beginning. I mean, not really defendable, but everyone felt that it was a very calculated move of hers. She is a fan of the show, specifically a Stasi fan. She hasn't like hid that. Like everyone knows it. So she, um,
0: Wait, when this you is, say, wait, I want to stop you. You said she's a fan specifically of Stassi. Were there like tweets or something or how did people know that? Did she talk about it?
1: Um, I, That's what Max told me. He's okay. like, he's like, I know from dating her for nine days. Like, I mean, they, they hooked up and hung out longer than nine days, but they dated for nine days. He's like, I know like she was a Stassi fan. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. And I know she, she, was, like, she a, gives
0: me more of like an Ariana vibe. Like and when-
1: I think, yeah, and now I think, like, she's, like, her and Ariana, I, I mean, she's actually, she's pretty close with all of us. I'm close with her, Ariana, Katie, I think Stassi, but so, in the beginning, it felt like this, like, Sheena Stassi season one vibe with her and I at Sur, and so, uh, once we found out that the night her and Max hooked up for the first time was the night before we started filming, it just... It seemed very calculated, right, and so all of us are just like, we're supposed to believe this when like you're the opposite of his like physical type, usually, yeah, you're dope, you're funny, you got a lot going for you, but it was just like initially we're like, Max likes under five foot five brunettes, like that's just kind of his type, and um so it seemed just not necessarily real very real, right, but I think, and whether that happened for that reason or not, like Max and I, we, I mean, he's one of my closest friends. We've had a lot of conversations about it. He just always kind of felt like, like, but why do you like me this much? Like what, like, I'm like, he wasn't like doing the over the top things that like he did with me or with others to like make them fall. He's like, I don't get it. But to this day, she still stands by like, she was obsessed with him. She was very, very into him, I think. I think I maybe they were un- uncomfortable showing it on camera.
0: Ugh, I don't get it. What's this, Max? Like- what's going on with this, Max? How do all these girls get, how's he getting all these women? It's I mean, shocking. Look, <laughs> it's he, shocking.
1: If you, have you hung out with him, really?
0: No, I've never, I've, I don't think I've okay. ever even met him, no.
1: He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. He has a great personality. Like, he has a good group of people he surrounds himself with, and he's just genuinely, he's a very good person. He really um,
0: is. Okay, I don't want to talk about Max anymore, because I just don't care for him. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about Dana, and specifically your relationship with Dana, because it's almost been like you guys are, uh, it's, we've been uh, led to believe that you two have this feud. And uh, what is your thoughts on that?
1: So Do you, definitely- Did you have a feud? I think it started out that way because I was feeling like my job was threatened. I felt like they're bringing in all of these new people who actually work at SIR, who are not having to get paid to just, they're just putting it all out there. You know, it's like they just performed. And so, yeah, I definitely, I felt a threat for my job, not a personal threat, not a, I'm jealous over Max type of threatening. Like, it was never like that. Like, saw some of Dana's interview bias and she's like, girlfriend's threatening. And I'm like, no, no. no. It was like, I thought my job was being threatened by newer, younger people coming in, absolutely.
0: Did, did all of the OG cast, do you think, feel similarly with so many new people being added to the show?
1: I think some, not to name names, think that it's their show. The show is about them and they don't care because they're in every episode still. And I think they are- who, who is that? Not to name any names. I mean, just when you watch the finale, you'll know exactly okay. who I'm talking about. Okay. Um, But then, you know, some of those people have not been in every episode this season. so.
0: So there, wait, I have a question about this. If somebody's not in an episode, are they not getting paid for the episode or is there like a season long contract? Are you able to talk about that?
1: There's different, everyone has their, everyone has different contracts. Some people have the same, but there are several different ones. So I don't, I don't know how everyone's work, but like a lot are episodic. Some, um, I think just got like a lump a season them, so when, like, when you say yeah. an
0: episodic, the people who might have an episodic, they get paid per episode. So if they're in more yeah. episodes, they get paid more. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think, I feel like there are a lot of episodes. We just saw one recently without Jackson, Brittany. Um, it seems like uh, there's been at one time or another, a lot of the OGs have not been in an episode or two. Um, how, how do you guys feel about that?
1: I mean, it sucks, obviously, especially when, you know, six of us, and then if you add in Schwartz and Ariana, and like Peter, like, we all started this show. So to get bumped out of episodes, so they have room for new people. Yeah, like low key, that is kind of a threat to your job. So going back to the Dana thing, I was trying so hard to express that it had everything to do with the show, and nothing to do with her personally, or her and Max. Like, but you can't say that because we can't break the fourth wall but on so, our show.
0: But wh- why? Why are we still not allowed to break the fourth wall? Is there any indication? Because it feels to me, just as a viewer, that that's where the future of the show should be. It should be in what's going on. Because to me, that's, the viewer, we're confused when we see you and Dana fighting and it feels disingenuous. Like yeah. I had told you, it felt like a fake thing. Mm-hmm. But to hear you say uh, it's because you were there's these new people on the show to me that's more interesting and the viewer would able to see that and say oh I get it whereas Every- otherwise we're watching and we're like what the fuck is going on like it doesn't these fights aren't making any sense
1: so I would say that in a couple scenes in particular with Lisa at her house when it was like I'm not jealous I'm not jealous I'm not jealous with Dana in the back of syrup pride. I don't think I made the editor's job very easy in either of those scenes, because I gave my real answer. When Lisa said, I think you're jealous, I said, I absolutely am, but it has nothing to do with Max. I'm jealous she's getting her comedy show films the first week she's on this show. I've been on it for eight years and I don't get shit. Oh, you guys show my music? career, as I am saying in quotes, because it has never been something I want to do as a career. It's always been a hobby. Right. I've been an actress and a TV host. That is my passion. That is a career for me, my podcast. And have All we, of those things.
0: Have we seen anything of your podcast? Have we no! even seen nothing? Right? Not
1: even a mention of it. Literally, like not even the word podcast has ever come out of my mouth on the show.
0: And you've been doing it for how long?
1: Over two years.
0: That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I've been so saying I'm this. Like, I've been saying we haven't seen this week on the show. They flashed up the cocktail book that Ariana and Tom and I did together. And it was like Danny, a second. I missed second. it
1: because it was so quick. I'm like, they didn't show anything. Ariana's like, they showed a second. And I was like, that must have been when I walked to the fridge to grab a drink.
0: And I feel like every week on the show, I have kind of mentioned it. And I feel Stop like. Stop it, Salem. Salem. My cat. Oh, uh,
1: he, he he has ruined all of the furniture in my apartment oh no. I, everything under is just shit. Oh no.
0: Sorry. um <laughs> I, I, but I feel like i'm I'm not saying it because I selfishly want uh you know the book to be shown although that'd be wonderful I just think it's so weird because I know how much work they put into it and I know it just seems so weird that they've ignored that part of Ariana's life, especially because it was a storyline a couple seasons ago. And I know we have such a large cast, but it it seems weird. And, and I've mentioned this as well. Like your fertility journey seems so um, like it'd be such a compelling storyline and a realistic one, a relatable one and something that's going on in your real life. So it seems like a strange choice to ignore a lot of these things.
1: Totally. I mean, I don't know who's making those decisions, but that's 100% where everything was coming from, from me. I'm like, I'm jealous that I'm not getting what I have worked for personally. She just walked on this show and has handed it on a silver fucking platter. I, we did the work. So you have this how is that fair and, and i this, just lost it this year
0: this week we saw her doing comedy again which again i, I don't mean to say to take anything that's <laughs> wonderful that dana got to show her comedy career you know and th- i would be wonderful. happy for
1: her if we all got the same treatment
0: and and to me it was so strange that stasi and bo were there this week because i thought do they even know each other like I thought, what are, and Lala too, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen Lala in a scene with Dana. Why is she at her comedy show? To me, it was like, as a viewer, I'm like, what is going on? Like, that seems so, such a bizarre pairing to me. And I've seen scenes with like Dana and Ariana, or I I don't know, it just seemed, I I don't know, do you have any insight on as to why like Stassi and Bo and Lala were at her comedy show? Did they want to go or what?
1: Do you think Stassi ever really wants to go to the West Side, Danny? (laughs) No,
0: No, not at all.
1: You know, I mean, they were there to be supportive of their new friend. And I have said since day one, I felt like Dana very much had a Lala or Stassi personality type. And that's why we clashed because that's not the type I'm like attracted to in any way that like I'm better than you like mentality. And I think that now that I've gotten to know Dana, I feel very differently about her. This is just like over all over the season. And I've said this to her face. I'm like, I just felt like you like had this attitude and it was just like you coming on the show. I'm like, the way she acted, and literally, like the opening scene of the season was just like, "Get back to work." Max's underwear on my floor. Da da da. And I'm like, "Who is this bitch?" You haven't even shown some of the OGs, and it's like the Dana show, scene one. And it was just like, and then so many scenes this um, season. The first scene of the show is Dana and Brett. Dana and Brett. And I'm like, yeah. "What show am I watching?" I am jealous over that. And Absolutely.
0: I, I believe that it's backfired because I don't want to speak for everyone, but from my experience, the fans, we, we're not loving the new people scenes at all. And it seems like we keep getting more and more of them, and it's it's frustrating. I want to talk about Stasi. She came to your defense this week and said, um, There was a scene a couple weeks ago, which I talked about on the show with you and Nikolai at uh-huh. an, an engagement, uh, at their engagement party. And Stasi came to your defense and said, Uh, You know, Stassi wasn't, or uh, Sheena wasn't flirting with my brother, um, but it was interesting that it was cut to make it seem that way. Uh, I mean,
1: literally from the interview bite that was about something completely different, I had... Cause Dana and I actually got close over summer and I was telling her about this guy that I met out and he was like tall, really good looking. I was like, yeah, we're going to go get a drink later. Then I find out this kid's 21 still in college. And I was like, oh, okay. So when I've like joked about that in a scene, which of course you didn't see. And so in the interview, they're like, okay, but like, what is the youngest you date? I'm like, okay, well I was 21 and I didn't even know he was 21. So that happened
0: in your confessional they were yeah. asking about a college guy that yeah you had dated okay yeah. so so then when they that then that was cut with the scene of you just talking to Nikolai
1: yeah and i'm like that's how i like my when shay and i were together he had six nephews that is the exact same way i spoke to all of my nephews my little cousins like you tease a kid i'm not teasing him in that way that is disgusting and anyone who even alluded to that and like Made the jokes. I'm like, you're gross for going there. And also, I think it's this crazy double standard right. thing where I'm like, let's let's say season two when my sister was around more before she realized she wanted nothing to do with this fucking show. But like when she was at the beach, season two with us, fourteen years old, if Jax was having that type of conversation right. with her, do you think that would have ever aired? No, No. but because it's me and I'm a woman, it's like funny to poke fun at the end. I'm like, I, I've watched this kid grow up. I honestly, I think I'm closer with Stassi's mom than I am with Stassi. Like they're like family. Our moms are best friends. Like I've watched this kid grow up. I was like, well, they sat him next to me and I'm like, okay, I'll make small talk with the kid. I love him.
0: So to me that crossed the line too. And you're exactly right with the double standard. I thought. It would never happen with one of the male cast members and a younger woman. And I couldn't imagine what it must have been like psychologically for you to watch that scene.
1: Can I tell you that it's it's honestly like, it's like fucked me up a little. Like we were watching season three of Ozark last night. We binged it in quarantine. So we finally got to season three. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, look at Jonah. He like sprouted up in between season two and three. And I felt weird saying that because yeah. of like, but it was just, I'm like, I'm watching a TV show and like boys, when they go through puberty, they sprout up. There's nothing weird or gross that I was, it was nothing like that. But like when I said that last time, I'm like, oh wait, that, that could be taken the wrong way.
0: But so I wonder, Sheena, when you're watching this and you see something like that, or, or there's been a lot of other instances, like you mentioned boy crazy, where you're, you know, you're often edited to just look boy crazy. It. Is it I don't know if if this is the right use of the term exactly, but like do you almost feel like it's gaslighting you into 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 this character that you're not
1: hundred percent and it's like I feel like sometimes I get to the point where I just give up and give in. It's like I feel like this industry has sucked my soul dry oh. of like things that like I used to feel and care about that now I'm just like. Mm. Whatever. Okay, you can win. Okay, Dana, you got to be the star of the show. Okay, Stassi, you get this. Lala, you get that. Like, I'm just like, I've like given up like fighting for things I care about. And that's one thing that I, thankfully, to unbreak it, Brock has like brought that part of me like back to life. And it's not that I need a man for validation or anything like that. He has just reminded me of what a boss bitch I am. And all like, all of the things I have done and accomplished. And it's just like, I'm not going to let them. And I just mean like the industry, like, I'm not going to let you like take all of that from me. I felt like I've completely lost my spark the last couple of years. Uh-huh. I think try after the divorce, I really like hindsight is 20 fucking 20 after the divorce. I hopped right into something that felt comfortable with Rob, someone I felt I had unfinished business with someone. I felt like I did have a future with, and I just ignored the divorce and all of the signs of me not being ready to move on. And Rob kept telling me like, like he didn't, wouldn't tell me he loved me. Like we're six months in and he still hadn't said it because he was like, you're not processing this. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I wasn't, but in, yeah. But in the six months that we were together before the show started filming, we genuinely were very happy. And I was even, I was on the phone with Lala last night and we were talking about that. And she's like, Sheena, she's like, I was there. Like we were double dating. We were doing things together before the show started. And then boom, season six rolls around. And there's a cheating rumor. The first week and a half we're in filming. And that's when he just like shut off. And that's when I was so desperate to save my relationship because I was so afraid of it ending because of the show. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I was crazy. And I was just desperado Sheena that season. I was desperate for my relationship to survive my job because I knew that this was what was going to make or break us. Mm. So yeah, I was desperate that season and I was clinging on to something that was falling apart and pulling away from me. But after that, I moved to Vegas. I got my mojo back. I came back season seven, like, all right, we got this shit, moved to the west side. I felt like I I was so open and honest. I didn't hide my feelings about Adam. I went on cheesy bachelor dates and all of this shit. And I felt like, all right, I'm back. And then season eight rolls around. And I just felt like I just got kicked to the very bottom again. And it's like, what did I do to deserve this? Like I've been doing so well and I just, I gave up. I literally gave up last year. I was in the darkest place I've been in a long time. I was super depressed. I was crying every day. I'm also hormonal injecting myself every day. And I just like, I just kind of gave up on myself, the show, like building friendship. Like I just, I gave up because I felt so defeated.
0: It breaks my heart to hear that because I think it's, Mm -hmm. Indicative of what a lot of women, particularly in the entertainment industry, must feel at so many times um, when, I don't know, they're shown a certain way or it just breaks my heart. have you noticed yeah. that the fans are really like rooting for you this season like e- despite uh, kind of how things are being presented like the fans are like justice Rasheena is
1: i love that that is my thank you for starting that that's like my favorite <laughs> trending thing i see literally i mean that has been like a saving grace for me because it's like i and i was even i was saying this again to go back to dana I was saying to her, I was like, when I watch our scenes, I'm like, it reminds me of the Rob scenes where I'm like desperate for your friendship and you're just like, nah, thanks, but no thanks. And I'm like, it's giving me like PTSD, but I have to remind myself, there are so many scenes that we filmed that didn't air. There's so many moments we had that you don't see. And I'm like, trying to remind myself of all this. So every week that the show airs and it's just like, oh God, again. And then I see like, justice for Sheena. I'm like, okay, so you guys see it too. And I have to remind myself. We see through it all. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I've become this one dimensional, desperate, cringy person who has like nothing else going on. And I'm like, the night of Dana's birthday party, by the way, I was on a date. Did you see me on a date that night? No. Did you see my walk-up holding hands with my date? No. Did you see my date? The actual date that we had? No, you don't see any of that. Why? Because the guy was interested in me because he had my back that night. Because when Brett and Dana were making out, I was making out with him. I didn't even see it going on. But I didn't see, even know it was happening.
0: That would paint you into a different picture than they've been painting you, so it wouldn't.
1: Exactly. Be why in the best why show, to show someone's interested in me? Why show that I've grown, that I've moved on, that I've learned from my mistakes with Adam? And that's why I didn't want to hook up with Brett. That's why I just wanted to stay friends. But it's like, when are you gonna just let me grow? Because I've grown and you're holding me back.
0: Well, and I think that's indicative of the show as a whole this season. At least w- what I feel is that it, it seems like the show is not evolving properly. It's almost evolving in a forced evolution. And I hope that next season, I don't know what it looks like, but I hope that it, it goes back. I, I know we will never be able to go back to what it was, I guess, season two, three, right. But hopefully we're able to find a nice balance where we're showing real lives and and showing uh, dimensions from you guys, um, because the audiences, are you noticing the audiences aren't really loving the season? Oh yeah, yeah
1: I okay. mean, I've, I that's what is keeping me going and like wanting to continue to do my job is I'm like I, I, like, I know this is what I signed up for. I signed up to do a television show where I have zero control over how I look, I get it. But the way I am looking the last two years is not, it's not accurate of who I am as a person. And if you watch my YouTube, you see hours and hours of footage of me and then you watch the show and you see a couple edited minutes. I'm like, what do you think is more accurate of me overall as a person? How
0: does your your mom, how does your mom feel about it? Cause I know she's like a mama bear. Mm -hmm. Um, when I, I met her at your podcast and she yelled at me. Um, (laughs) but I, what, what does she think of the way you're, you're being seen on the show? Cause she must be pissed.
1: She hates it. I mean, She, I'm sure you saw, had a little bit of like a Twitter rant a few, oh, so like a few weeks ago. And then like articles like picked it up and they're like, Sheena's mom, like blah, blah, blah. So she was just like, it's frustrating. Like when there's so many things in my life, but also like frustrated for like for Tom and Ariana for things that in their career, it's like we're all doing big things. When is the show going to show it? Because it's the show started out as, Six people working in the service industry to make it in the entertainment industry. Yet now that we're making it, you don't want to show it because you want to keep us in this bubble. But no one's working at Sir still full time out of the OGs. Like I still I show up more than anyone, but I'm like, it's for what? Like what? It's not doing me any favors. It's just making fans happy. But like, it, it's not like I'm getting a better edit or I'm actually looking the way I genuinely am. That's why I try every week to push my podcast, to push my YouTube. I'm like, if you're invested in the show and you're invested in our lives and you want to see more, this is the real me. Listen well, to my unfiltered uh, podcast where I'm still going to say cringy things that are going to get printed and, you know.
0: And, and I think I think that's one of the ways that Stassi's really been able to break out and be a, a more dimensional person is because she's she started her podcast very early um, and she's able to show... Uh, they they show her in a different light, I think, than you guys, and and that's not a knock on Stassi. I think I, I love watching Stassi. No, I mean She's good great. for
1: anyone yeah. who's a favorite on the show. Good for them, you know. I'm used to being the favorite. She's used to being the favorite. One of us is, you know. That's just it's been that way from day one with Stasi and I. It's like. Team Sheena, Team Stassi, we could love each other and be best friends and have our own show and there's still going to be that divide. But it's like, you know what? Good on her because if it was me, I wouldn't be mad. So it's nothing against her, but it's just, it's frustrating when it's such obvious preferential treatment and when there are other career things that are being affected by the way I'm portrayed and I'm losing brand deals and podcast advertisers. Because I look like a desperate child predator, it's disgusting.
0: Uh, you said um, different preferential treatment. Do you guys feel that like someone like Stasi gets preferential?
1: I mean, you watch the same show. What do you think? <laughs> I think for sure. I
0: think I, I've been saying that for weeks now. And and again, not to not Stasi, because she is a great personality on TV. Um, yeah. It just to me, she's uh, she's edited in a different way, her and Bo specifically. And in a, again, I love them, but just it's it's clear to me watching so much reality TV.
1: You can also see how clear it is based on how our following has gone up from the beginning. Stassi and I were neck and neck, everyone else was way under. And then in the last couple of years, now she has like double what I have. And the people who get the better edits and are shown more dimensionally, their followers are going up. I've not gone up in two years. Like literally I've been between one and teetering on 1.1 for two years. My following hasn't gone up because people have no reason to follow me when they're seeing nothing new interesting about me. It's like, oh, same shit. Sheena, new guy, different season. Like don't care to follow her. Don't care to tell my friends to follow her because she's boring and desperate.
0: Where do you think the like, decision, where is the decision happening here? Like, is I don't it,
1: know who I pissed off, but like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm like, what have I done?
0: Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, uh, I, I want to ask a couple of things about this week's episode. Jax and okay. Brittany, we're seeing more of their sort of relationship seemingly falling apart this week in the episode where Jax is going to the lit method every five seconds. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think is going on in their relationship? What do you make of it?
1: I think Jax has these like poor me breakdown moments at the end of every summer. You see it every year at the finale, every year at the reunion, I'm working on myself. I think I have this issue, this and that, but it's like, and I think Jax takes things very personally and he doesn't understand that everyone just wants to see him be the best version of himself. Everyone just wants him to get the help that he needs. If you're saying you feel like you have like a mental disorder, you have these extreme highs, these extreme lows. Like, have you seen someone about it? Right. Are you going to therapy? Because I know Ariana and Kristen are actively working on themselves in therapy weekly, sometimes more than once a week. But like, it's just like Jacks were like, you're saying you're feeling this way, and everyone's just trying to help you. So I really wish he would just take the olive branch and do something about it instead of talking about it every year and not doing anything. So I really hope that this is like the time for him that, you know, now we're in a pandemic. I mean, we're not filming anytime (laughs) soon, but I just, I hope that I think Jax has so much potential and is just such an interesting... I'm nodding, I'm person. nodding, but I
0: actually don't agree with you. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I was nodding, but I, I truly do not agree with what you just said.
1: <laughs> I, just, I just, I I think if he really applied himself, I, I really think he could have potential. And I think he just he says...
0: Could. But Sheena, I don't know how all of you guys get over the fact that he says such mean things about, like, Ariana's depression and her sexuality and their relationship to me. Like, and... I'm a little biased because I'm, I'm friends with them, but it like, it infuriates me. Yeah, I know. But it's like infuriating. And even as a homosexual man, I'm like, Oh my God, the things, it's just one thing after the next. It's just so frustrating.
1: And that's where it's like with me, I'm just like, I have a soft spot for Jack because I've seen him be his best and I've seen him be his worst. And I know his potential. And I know like, The things he does that like sometimes he'll brag about on Twitter or Instagram to like show off, but like things that he's been doing for people during this pandemic, people he doesn't know, people he does know, whether it's financial help and whatnot. Like he does a lot of good for people. He sent out like 30 Christmas trees to families who couldn't afford it. Like there's good He's got a good side.
0: We just, I guess, don't see You just don't see much
1: of it. And it's just, I wish he would just like, like you'll see a lot of this come out at the reunion where Andy's just like, but Jax, you say this every year. So what are you doing actively to change? And you'll see his answer. And I spoke to Jax later that night after the reunion. And I just said, I go, I just want you to remember that we all love you. And no one is against you. We just want the best for you. So stop thinking that we're attacking you. Like with Tom, with the pastor thing, for example, I said to Jax, I was like, I go, okay. I understand. Let's devil's advocate. Okay. I understand where Jax is coming from where he's like, if y'all saw that shit in January, why didn't you speak up then? Okay. Let's I'll give you that Jax. But you know what? They didn't. And here we are in June and you're getting ready to get married. And Sandoval's bringing it up now because he doesn't want you to get the public backlash you're going to get when this airs. You remember we're filming a television show right? and Jax just saw it as such a personal attack and just didn't see that like Sandoval was trying to protect him from a way bigger public outbreak, outlash, whatever backlash. Right. And he just took it so personally, and it's like no one's out to get you, Jacks. Literally, yeah. no one.
0: Yeah. Well, Sheena, with that, I <laughs> with that, I better let you go because I've kept you. Um, uh, longer than I should have but
1: oh you're good
0: it's been so wonderful watching you this season despite uh, the crazy edit which I think is completely unfair and unwarranted <laughs> Thanks. um and uh thank you for being so thank you for being so lovely and going o- along with it because I don't think that I would be as uh calm cool and collected as you have been
1: I just you know what I uh, I take the hand I've been given and I try and make the best out of it you know and uh, I I know that I've always been a very respectful, professional, compliant person, and I will continue to be that. I do love my job. I hate the way it makes me feel, but I do love my job. And uh, you know, I wouldn't continue this job for a decade if I didn't see the good that comes out of it. And now that people are seeing that there is more to me than this edit I'm getting. I'm like this, that keeps me going. I'm like, this is why I keep doing what I'm doing because if one person can relate to my story, whether it's the cringy edited one or the real one that I'm talking about on my YouTube and podcast, I'm doing my job by helping someone know that if I could do this publicly, you can do it privately. And that alone is enough for me to keep going. I just genuinely wish people saw more of this me because this is me. There's cringy parts of everyone. It's but like the greatest not-
0: showman song. This is you. <laughs> Sheena, where can yeah. people see more of you on your YouTube channel? How do they find it?
1: So uh, YouTube.com slash Sheena. Um, you can see my cringy music video on there. Let's get those views up. Yeah. And um TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Everything is at Sheena
0: S-C-H-E-A-N-A. And will we be seeing more of uh Brock without a blouse in your YouTube?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, I think he brought maybe three shirts with him to quarantine. Oh,
0: bless him. <laughs> bless him. Sheena, and thank you. And about
1: 10 Speedos.
0: <laughs> oh, send me the photos. <laughs> Sheena. Will do. Thank you so much. I love talking to you. I love you. Thank you. And we'll thank talk you.
1: soon. you. I love you too. All oh. right.